0: This is episode three of Zimmerman Podcast. Today, we're chatting boundaries. Specifically, how on earth can you be a good mom and a good business owner at the same time? I haven't always been good at walking this fine line and to be honest, there are still weeks when I struggle. My business and my children are totally separate but also very intertwined. How can this be true? My business makes me a better mom and allows me to have a flexible work routine so I can show up for my kids. Similarly, being a mom totally determined the type of business I wanted to create, and my children continue to determine the trajectory of my business today. So let's jump in and start the conversation.
1: Welcome to the Zimmerman Podcast with your host, CEO, wedding professional, educator, and mom, Jessica Zimmerman. In just two years, Jessica went from facing bankruptcy to taking home a six-figure salary. She turned a business-saving $100,000 loan into a million-dollar empire. As a creative entrepreneur, a healthy work-life balance seems just as unattainable as a six-figure income. But Jessica Zimmerman is here to show you it's possible. With the right tools and insider tips and some hard work, your craziest dreams can become your daily routine. If you set some boundaries and commit to healthy changes, you can create a business and a life you love. So let's make your business work for you.
0: This past summer, I decided to fully embrace the mom life. During the school year, my kids are in school all day. I get my work done in the hours between drop-off and pick-up. All my meetings, flower arranging, designing, writing, and mentoring happened between the hours of 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. My kids were in full-time preschool, so in the summer months, we were on the same schedule until this year. Ever since my daughter, Stella, who is my oldest, ever since she was born, I made this goal that by the time she finished kindergarten, that I would have gotten my business to a place where I could take off the entire summer to be with her. The thing was, is the only other option would have been to have a babysitter for her full-time or for her to go back to preschool, And do that summer program. And I just didn't want to do that. I really wanted to be able to be home with my kids, let them enjoy those three months of summer. And we could just play and go to the pool and eat snow cones and all of those things, right? But I had to get my business to a place where I could afford to take off three months time. I mean, that's that's kind of crazy. But when she was just a year old, I remember looking at her and I made that vow to myself and to her. By the time you finish kindergarten, I will have gotten my business to a point where I can take the entire summer off to be with you. And you guys, I did that this last summer. Just a few months ago, she finished kindergarten and I stayed home with not only her, but her two brothers as well. But here's the kicker. For over a decade, my husband has had a super, super flexible schedule. So if I needed to do something, he could pick up the kids if he needed to or or whatever. We just were really able to help each other out, and he had a very flexible schedule. Well, a couple weeks before summer started, he decided to try something different. He had not had a corporate-type job with a fixed schedule in over a decade. And he thought, maybe I need to try that. And I'm all about, I'm such a huge supporter in trying something to give yourself some clarity. If you don't know if you're going to like something or not, or if you have got something in your brain or your mind that you're just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The best thing you can do is try it. Give it a shot. See for yourself. And it will tell you very quickly what the answer is. You've got to try things in order to gain clarity. So while I didn't necessarily love the timing of it all, I did support him in wanting to get clarity on whether he wanted to to do the corporate gig again or not. Brian is going to be a guest on the podcast very, very soon in an upcoming episode where we are going to talk all about this and you're going to get both of our input on it. But just for the purpose of this episode, know that he was gone all summer. Okay, that's that's what we're getting to. We, he was gone. He had an eight to five and I kind of thought I was going to have his help this summer, but I didn't and that was okay. I supported his decision, but really it was just me. It was just me with all three kids all day long. While it felt amazing to finally reach this huge goal that I'd had for five years of being able to take the summer off of my kids, and while I was super proud of myself, I'll be the first to admit that I was craving our normal routine by the end of July. I know that this is something that most working parents struggle with. How do we invest in our businesses while also investing in our children? How do we know when it's time to check our email and when it's time to close the computer and play blocks on the floor? Freeing myself up to be a good mom was literally why I went into business for myself. When I dreamed of an entrepreneurial life, I wanted to spend my days exactly how I wanted and needed to. I wanted to travel the world as a family and I wanted to create my own schedule. Now I've made that dream a reality, but when I first acquired my business, things looked a little different. Jessica's
1: always teaching that your time is valuable. Well, guess what? So is hers. So, to make this podcast possible, we have sponsors. Hey, here's a quick message about something Jessica
0: loves. Okay, I'm definitely open to fast forward through sponsor features, but before you do, don't. (laughs) I'm sharing about a product that legitimately changes my day every day. When I started using this product, my team noticed a significant difference in my energy levels and focus. It's called Bee Powered Superfood Honey from Beekeepers Naturals. Before I used Bee Powered, I crawled into bed every day around 4 p.m., just totally exhausted. I was already doing everything I needed to do to fuel my body, like exercising, sleeping, and eating well, but I just felt tired and foggy. When my nutritionist suggested B-Powered, I was ready to try anything. I saw an immediate difference, and I truly can't believe that just one spoonful of B-Powered means the difference between, for me, mom brain and laser focus. Guys, this is not a product that somebody came to me and said, please promote this product. This is a product that I actually use. And I reached out to them and said, will you sponsor? Because I believe in your product that much. And it has changed my life. And I know that sounds dramatic, but it's just the truth. To get 15% off of your order of Be Powered, go to ZimmermanPodcast.com slash b. That's ZimmermanPodcast.com slash bee. Okay, hey, are you loving this episode? If you've been listening thinking, oh gosh, I'm so glad I found this. This is exactly what I've been needing, then I need you to do me a favor. Take a screenshot of this podcast and share it on your social media. I can't reach more listeners like you without your help. And these early days and weeks of the podcast are absolutely crucial to building the listener base we need so that we can keep producing content that is free to you and answers all your biggest business questions. So share this episode, tag me at Jessica Zimmerman underscore, and then get right back to listening. It wasn't long ago either. It feels like yesterday. I remember everything so well. And I think, guys, that's the thing. When you go through something and it makes such an impact on your life, you just never forget it. You never, ever forget it. And I can remember working all the time. I would get up super early I would go to the studio, and I would work 16-hour days. I had a rental business, and it was a storefront, so people would actually come into the store. And so from from the hours of 9 to 5 when the store was actually open – I was just dealing with customers, like people coming in and asking questions and I would help them and I'd point them the direction of where the bathroom was and I'd offer them something to drink and I would tell them about this product and that product and sit with them and chit-chat, you know, all of these things, right? And then after I would turn the sign to closed on the front door of my of my storefront, then and only then did I actually have time to do the work that my business needed? Now, remember, I owned a rental business. So that meant orders were going out and I didn't have this huge team. I was not set up to have a rental company whatsoever. So not only would I spend all these after hours getting orders ready, so would my husband My husband would leave his job and he would come straight to the studio and he would have a change of clothes and he would change into them and we would clean chairs and we would pack up wine glasses and forks and knives and we would pack up vases and tables, whatever it was that people had ordered for that weekend. We had orders that were picked up every Friday, and they were returned on Monday. So Monday, we would call it Crap Monday because that's when all the stuff came back. It all came back dirty. We were renting linens, and so all week we were treating linens, and we were washing linens, and we were ironing linens and hanging them up and all of these things. And then, of course, if something was damaged, you've got to reach back out to the person who rented it and you have to charge a damage fee or a replacement fee. And that was never fun. But none of this stuff could get done during the business hours of when the store was open because you've got clients in front of you. And what I've always learned is that you deal with the person who's there in front of you. That's the person who is potentially going to give you the money. That's who you pay attention to. And to this day, it drives me absolutely bananas. If I am in line somewhere and someone is on the phone, I'm just thinking, I'm right here. Like that. I don't know what that person's doing. I'm right here and I've got my wallet and I'm ready to, you know, I'm ready to pay you. But do you, do you even want my money? Like, I don't know. It's just a personal pet peeve because that's how I was taught. And so I would cater to the clients who were walking in the door, the potential clients, and then I would be doing the work before and after hours. So I really struggled with this. I didn't pay myself a salary because I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to separate uh, the business money. I didn't know how to pay taxes. There were so many things that I just didn't No, I had so many struggles. And because of that, because I didn't know how to, I didn't think that I could afford a team. I didn't think that I could afford a full-time bookkeeper. I didn't think that I could afford someone to do payroll. So I literally did everything. I even cleaned the studio. I didn't think that I could afford someone to come in and clean the studio. And the truth is, is the business could afford all those things. And we actually would have made much more money if I would have delegated those things rather than trying to do it all myself. Finally, I realized that if I wanted to make money and sustain healthy boundaries, I needed to treat my business like a business. So here's what I've done to build a seven-figure business while prioritizing my kids. Step one, don't feel guilty about not being with your kids all day, every day. The very first year that my kids were born, they were at home. But the second that they turned one-year-old, they went to preschool. They went to full-time preschool where they were there at 7.45 in the morning, and I would pick them up at 3.30 p.m. My kids have always gone to school. They love that social stimulation, and I love my solo work time. I work from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., and when I'm home, I'm 100% home. I can be more present because my time is predictable, and I don't have to squeeze in work all throughout the day in between nap times and snack time and all of that. If you can't get daily time away, get at least one block of time each week that you can devote solely to work, you'll be much more productive. Whether that's you having a babysitter come for four hours on Tuesday, or it's you doing a Mother's Day Out program on Tuesdays and Thursdays, whatever it is, I guarantee you, let's just say, for example, that you did something like that on Tuesdays and Thursdays from noon to four. You are going to get more done in those eight hours, those two, four hour time blocks than you will all week long trying to juggle being a mom and being a business owner, okay? You have got to devote time where you can give your undivided attention to your work. You just have to. No one is really good at multitasking, no one. You need time to be a mom and you need time to do your work. And for those out there who are stay-at-home moms, and that is your passion and your love, I salute you. It is the hardest job in the world. It is so rewarding. I just experienced it just this summer, just those three months. And it is, it is hard. It's so rewarding and wonderful. But my goodness, it's exhausting. So my hat's off to you. I think that you're so incredible. And I think that there is no better work that you could choose to do than that right there. But for those of you who definitely want to be a business owner and be the boss of your own business, step two is you have to set a routine. You absolutely have to have a daily routine. And here's the thing. It's going to change season to season, year to year, whatever. Mine always does. But if it can remain somewhat stable where you totally can predict what's coming next, then that is going to help you a lot. For example... What I do is I take my kids to school. I am at my studio by 8 a.m. I do not check email until after lunch. That time between 8 and 9 is just me, just me. And I am setting my intentions for the day. I am seeing what is most important that I have to get done today. I am doing any work that I specifically need to get done all by myself before I talk to anybody. The hour of 9 to 10 is any kind of team meeting. If I need to speak with anyone on my team, it's normally between 9 and 10 a.m. Then clients. Clients come at 10 a.m. So I do not meet with clients before 10 a.m. And here's why. Because if one of my kids wakes up sick, guess who's going to stay with them? I am. I'm not going to have someone come and watch my sick kid. The reason why I went into business for myself is so that I could be a present mom. So if my kid is sick, I want to be there. I want to be the one giving them medicine, snuggling with them, making sure their favorite movie is on, whatever needs to happen, right? I'm their mom. I want to be there. So if I find this out at 7 a.m., I think three hours is enough notice to let my client know, I'm so sorry, I'm not going to be there today, let's reschedule, Zeke is homesick. So that is why I don't have client meetings scheduled before 10 a.m. I have my team meeting scheduled at 9, but my team also totally, totally knows my life, they know that I've got three kids, and they know I would never cancel anything unless it was totally necessary. And my team is more understanding of that, right? So 9 o'clock gives me enough notice to let them know if I'm going to be out for the day. At noon, I try to have lunch, and then after that, and only after that, is when I check my email. The first thing I do with email is I go through it, and anything that I can answer in two minutes or less, I do it. I give, and some of these responses, they might just be, hey, I received your email. I will have the answer to you by end of day, Friday, or something like that. And then I put in my planner to have it done by noon on Thursday, because I always try to get things done before I say that I'm going to get them done. But also that gives me that buffer in case something happens with, you know, a member of my family or something that needs me, then I've said that I'll, will have it to them by end of day Friday. So I know that I can have it done by that time. So that's the first thing I do is I go through and I answer anything that I can in two minutes or less. A lot of times, that's that's all you need, and you can give quick answers. There are, of course, some emails, especially from clients, that need more time devoted. So just a quick email to let them know that I received their email and that this is when they'll hear back from me. Anything that still needs my attention, it stays in my inbox. Anything that does not need my attention anymore, I have answered it. I am done. It either gets filed into a folder or it's deleted. Simple as that. If it doesn't need my attention anymore... I don't want it distracting me. I always, always, always try to see white space with my email. I never want to see a long, long list of emails inside my inbox. If I see white space every time I open up my inbox, I know I'm doing really good. Then what I do during that last 30 minutes is I take the last 30 minutes of that day to get ready for the next day. I'll turn the paper over to a blank page on my legal pad. I will write down anything that I know has to get done that day. If I need to schedule anything, I'll go ahead and do that. I clean up my work area. I don't like coming in the next day to an empty water bottle on my desk or a takeout box or old papers and pens and stuff like that. I like coming in every day to a clean setting. So I take those last 30 minutes. I clean up the space. I get ready for the next day. And guess what? When I close the computer, I'm done with work. I'm done with work. I don't need to do anything else with work. I am going to go home. And I'm going to put my mom hat on. I'm going to be a mom to my kids. I'm going to be a wife to my husband. I'm going to enjoy and be fully present with my family. And then tomorrow, when I'm at work, because I know my kids are well taken care of, I get to be fully present at work. All right, y'all, if I don't start my morning off right, it's not going to be pretty. It's just true. I've created a morning routine that allows me to start my mornings off right, and I'm sharing it with you. If you want my free access to my exact morning routine that increases productivity and helps me get my work done every day, yes, even in time for me to shut down my computer all the way down, in time to go pick up my kids from school, go to ZimmermanPodcast.com slash morning. That's ZimmermanPodcast.com slash M-O-R-N-I-N-G. Number three, know when to break your routine. Like we talked about just a second ago, kids get sick and you can unapologetically cancel stuff knowing that your priorities are your kids and that that is perfectly okay. Actually, people really do respect that. They really, really do. They may not always like it, but they do respect it. I'll tell you something that happened to me this week, actually. Perry, my son, has kind of struggled a little bit with school this week. We separated the boys. I have twin boys. And they have basically been together since their creation. (laughs) And this year, we decided to separate them to put them in two separate classes so that they could learn to be an individual. I mean, they have always been together. And the truth of the matter is, and I just have learned this the hard way with my own upbringing, is that People aren't always there. We are not guaranteed tomorrow. And so I want them to have a strong bond with one another. But I also want them to know that they are their own person, that they have strengths of their very own, that the other does not complete them, and that they have their own set of unique strengths that are amazing and wonderful and that were given to them. And I want them to be able to cultivate those strengths. And the only way that they can do that is if they have that opportunity. So we made the decision to separate them to put them in two different classes. Well, Zeke has just loved it. I mean, Zeke has done really, really well. And Perry has struggled a little bit. And the other night at dinner, because we we try to sit and have dinner as a family, I asked them how school went. What was your favorite part of the day? What was your least favorite part of the day? And Perry said to me, I don't like school right now. No one plays with me. I play by myself. And I said to him, well, who do you want to play with in your class? Thinking he would name one of the boys in his class. And he said, I just want to play with Zeke. And it broke my heart. But I also knew that I was doing the right thing because he has to learn how to be okay by himself because he still gets lots of time with his brother. But Because my mama heart just wanted to be with him and wanted to still show him that I love him so much. I'm not doing this to be mean. I checked Perry out of school a little early the other day, and he and I had time, just the two of us, we went and we got ice cream and cookies because those are his favorite. And we went to the playground and we just kind of had some one on one time and it was precious. And sure, it was a couple hours before school officially ended that I went and grabbed him I stole a couple hours from my workday, but that's because I needed to. He needed me, and I wanted to do that. And so it is okay to break the routine every now and then. Step four is hire a team. I can't say it enough. If you are going to be a longtime listener of this podcast, you are going to hear me talk about this on more than one occasion. Hiring a team is the most important thing you can do. You are never, ever, ever going to grow Without the support of a team, we're going to have episodes in the future that talk in a lot more detail about this. But guys, hire a team. I can't say enough about it. Step five, make business decisions with your why in mind. Meaning, why did you go into business in the first place? For me, we all know this at this point, it was to have as much time as I possibly can outside of my business with those that I love. So any decision that comes into my business that takes away from that, it's a clear no for me. Business is black and white. People try to muddy it up and they try to make it gray. It really isn't. It's black and white. You just have to be committed to sticking with that black and white. You have to stay committed to your boundaries, to your decisions. So I had told myself that the first six months of this year that I was going to do speaking engagements, that I was going to get exposure and get out there. And it was okay because it was only six months. But anything after that six month period that I was going to say no to. And I've gotten a couple of really good offers to come and to travel and to speak and, you know, good paying gigs. And I have turned those down because I made the decision That the last half of this year, because I was gone so much during the first half, that I was going to stay home. I think when you stay committed to those reasons, good things happen. I really do. I think sometimes we have to say no for better yeses to come along. I really, really do. So you have to make decisions with your why in mind. So there you go, guys. I hope that this helps. If you are one of these working moms who is really, really struggling, you're trying to raise your kids, but you're also trying to grow your business and you're having a hard time with it. I really hope that this episode helped. I hope that you will take those five tips to heart and start incorporating them into your own business and start seeing some big change. I'll see you next time.
1: If you loved what you heard today, even if you liked it a lot, you should subscribe and leave a review. We'll see you back here next time
0: in the Zimmerman Podcast.